Hello, and welcome to the Daily Musings Podcast. I am your host, Steve M. I will be reading the daily reflection from the books Beyond Belief, Daily Musings for a 12-Step Life by Joe C., and published by Rebellion Dogs Publishing, and 365 Dao by Deng Ming Dao, published by Harper One. To be clear, I have not received permission from either publisher to reproduce this content in any form. It is strictly intended for my personal use and the enjoyment of my family and a few close friends. I hope you enjoy today's Daily Musings. October 29, 365 Dow, Day 302, Maturity. Immortality does not beget wisdom. Only mortality begets maturity. There are people in this world who have had enough adventures for several lifetimes. They are the closest conception we can have of immortals. Yet some of these people are hopelessly immature. After all, whenever life became difficult for them, they changed to a new path and by luck, the new one was always rich and fruitful. Life came so easily that they took more than one helping. Unfortunately, maturity only comes from the threat of mortality. Success only comes from the threat of failure. Without pressure, we would not plan, utilize wisdom, or exercise care. We realize that we have only a very short time to make an achievement, to prove that our existence was worthwhile, and so we strive harder. An immortal can never conceive of such effort. It would be good if our religious traditions provided us with a foolproof way through life. After all, we live somewhat haphazardly. Our lives are a tapestry woven of both mistakes and successes. Religion does not always provide us with a meaningful pattern. We must make our decisions the best we can, and as we mature, we can see our way better. We are motivated by death. We are frightened by failure. We have to make our peace with this mysterious, sometimes hostile world. An immortal does not need to cope with any of this, but we mortals must, and we must strive to make a good showing for ourselves. Day 302 And now, Beyond Belief, Daily Musing for October 29. Today's quote, Self-pity in its early stages is as snug as a feather mattress. Only when it hardens does it become uncomfortable. Maya Angelou, 1928-2014 Angelou, a writer, dancer, and civil rights activist, poetically reminds us that feeling sorry for ourselves can be a trap. A self-pity party can lead to a self-destructive cycle. In AA circles, it's, Pour me, pour me, pour me a drink, 
we will be mistreated in life. Feeling hard done by is unavoidable. But indulging in these guilty pleasures is something we can take some responsibility for. The balancing act for us is to mitigate our self-pity while facing a life that will include hardships, abuses, and misfortune. To counter overreaction by repressing grief and anger isn't what we're talking about. When we suppress feelings, we don't kill them. We bury them alive. They will resurface again and again until we let them breathe and run their course. The idea that our feelings will consume and destroy us if we let them out is generally backward. Repressing feelings is toxic. Experiencing them relieves the poison. Meditation can help sort out whether we are overindulging in pity or honoring our feelings. If, after reflection, we need more feedback about our motives, we can consult a sponsor, counselor, or close confidant. It has been said that self-pity is like kicking the thing that stubbed your toe. Am I in a pity party over anything right now? When was the last one? Can I learn something about myself by looking at what triggers this behavior? October 29th.